Welcome to JV Takes, postseason edition number two, maybe number three. I'm Logan. That's Kyle. And Kyle, I'm gonna I'm gonna be brave here. I'm gonna dare to do it. I'm gonna ask you, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. I have back. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. All right, good. Does that have to do with the state wrestling tournament approaching, or just just a good day? No, it's a good day because. You know how you have like enemies in life sometimes? Well, no. Everyone loves me. <laughs> okay. Well, sometimes people don't get along. Okay. And we've had this spat with this clown from ZM for a while. Okay. On the Alan Josh show. Oh, you're talking about my friend Brandon. Brandon, yes. Brandon Lundy. Brandon Lundy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. don't know Brandon Lundy, uh, look him up. Anyways, I went over to his house today. We buried the hatchet, you know, Good. hugged it out. Good. And I gave him a, a gift. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so I'm, good. I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, he wears that gift that's at the good. state wrestling tournament. Yeah. So I, a little bit of background for those who don't know, I would say Brandon and Kyle are kind of rivals. They like to smack talk because they wrestled back in the day. I would say Brandon became my friend when he started smack talking Kyle. So some mixed relationships there a little bit. Speaking of who's my friends now, Moundsview. Moundsview, huh? Because they were chirping at you on uh, Instagram, and I love that. There were, yeah. If you don't follow the JV Takes Instagram page, you should definitely get on there. And I would say, do not chirp me, because I have thin skin. <laughs> Kyle will tell you. Kyle, do I have you thin skin? You do have skin? thin skin, so Moundsview, stay after him. Yeah. No, don't do that. I'll probably end up deleting the Instagram account <laughs> if that happens. So, yeah. So, no, I'm doing good. Got Brandy, Brandy, Brandon his shirt. Uh, I think he might be making a delivery or two tomorrow too for us. So yeah, pretty excited about that. If you don't know what we're talking about, JV Takes has got apparel now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to unveil those at the state tournament. So you'll be seeing all these guys and gals walking around with JV Takes. Yep. And they may say Section 1 versus the world. They might. We might be a little bit biased towards Section 1. So I think, yeah, we better explain the background on that a little bit because we are going statewide more so with this episode, right? Our goal is to preview the state team tournament, and we don't just want to focus on the Section 1 teams. We're going to focus on all the state tournament teams. So if we happen to gather a couple listeners from you know Section 7 or Section 5, we know Kyle loves Section 7, so hopefully we pick up some of his friends. But uh, basically, we started this when, would you say, Kyle? November, beginning of November? November 9th, apparently. November 9th. Because I missed an email. November 9th. Okay. So it was on November 9th, and that is the beginning of the adventure. We started talking about Section 1 and specifically Section 1. But we don't want to limit ourselves here, so we're going to go a little bit more statewide with it. Kyle and I are both Section 1 guys. I try not to be a Section 1 homer. I would call sec- Kyle a Section 1 homer, though. We're going to try and put that away for this episode, though. Is yeah, fair? absolutely. I will not reference Section 1 versus the world ever again in yeah. this episode. So I'm glad you bring that up, because I do have to explain that. If you see people in Section 1 versus the world shirts, do not mug them. That was us. That was our idea. We started that. We have nothing against the world. We just love a rallying cry for Section 1. And I hope someday that we go up there and we see Section 8 versus the world t-shirts. Or maybe Section 7 versus the world t-shirts. or Something like that. And then when it's uh, when it goes national, it's Minnesota wrestling versus the world. Oh, I was thinking about that. How do we get like all these Section 1 guys that are nationally ranked at the D1 level yep. to like run out 
with JV takes section one versus the world. We probably have to put together an NIL deal. Ooh. I bet we could get like the guys who are Minnesota, Minnesota, like Max McAnally, right? Went to school in Minnesota. How many ghosts do you think I have out there? <laughs> the budget does not have that. Start selling them. Start selling them. Uh, Hopefully the prices are up. Start selling those goats. All right, let's talk wrestling. We should talk wrestling. I'm thinking we start with class A and then move on to double A and then move on to triple A. What do you think, Kyle? You're the boss. The reason I say we do it like that is because that's exactly how Alan Josh did it. The other prime, I would say, they're definitely a step above us, but (laughs) the other Minnesota high school wrestling podcast. So let's just follow their lead like we always have. They're the varsity. We're kind of a junior varsity podcast. I did see about four hours after they released their episode, all of a sudden now you had a bunch of prep done. Yeah. Okay, and I got to think. like So... Josh was the one. It apparently had been researching for the last week, right? Yeah. Oh, Does yeah. he not have a job? <laughs> That's a good question. We should uh, we should ask Teague what he thinks about Josh's job, because there's are, no way. Are you referencing our friend Teague from the Wisconsin Wrestler podcast? Yeah. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, they did a great job, but there's no way they worked in the last two weeks. I'm, I don't want to throw Josh under the bus. Josh is a good man, but I would be willing to... To float the idea that maybe he sat in his office a little bit during the 40 hours and did a little bit of research but it's state tournament time so i really feel like that kid a week to go in the season mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like ooh, sections is coming up i should start trying oh like, yeah i was listening to their podcast and i'm like uh-oh so you were yeah. that you were that type of kid or you are now i'm i am now for sure okay yeah yep so that's interesting because usually, you know, about two weeks to season's close is kind of when I mailed it in. <laughs> Started thinking about like what my first meal after the season was going to be. Started Circus peanuts? Up. Circus peanuts, yeah. What candy is atop my list for after the season? So so if you want in on like the 15 inside jokes that we've just done in the last, you know, two minutes, you're going to have to listen to about 17 episodes of uh, JV Takes podcasting. Yeah. And if so. you didn't like those inside jokes, then uh, the next hour and a half might be tough for you. Yep. But Click. We'll try to get some wrestling talk into. Starting with Class A. Kyle, are you aware who got the number one seed? I'm assuming Chatfield. Chatfield? Do you know what section they came from? Section one. <laughs> section one, baby. One for one. Section one right there. So Chatfield had a fantastic season. It didn't seem like there was ever really... I mean, a question beyond the clash, whether or not they were going to get the one seed if they advanced to state, right? I didn't hear much talk about it. I, uh, If you go on the forum, you'll see me frequenting on there. And there was a lot of discussion about how the seeding with two, three, four, five was going to shake out, but it was never really questioned whether or not Chatfield was going to get the number one seed after they'd beat, you know, with the Shakopees of the world, the Cass and Manorvilles. Um, Zimbrota Mazeppa has got first at the Bi-State. So they were always kind of a shoe-in, or at least the last few weeks, they were always kind of shoe-in for the one seed. Beyond that, it seems like there's a little bit more discussion. So as it ended up shaking out, Staples Motley, champion of Section 7, gets the two seed. Belgrade Bruton Rosa, Section 5 champion, gets a three seed. And then Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial, out of Section 2, gets the four seed. JCC, out of Section 3, gets the five seed. Did, did, were you a little bit surprised with how things went with seeding, or was that kind of just within the realm of possibilities? I think you can make an argument for all of them. 
I would have yeah. liked to see maybe Lake Crystal move up a little bit. I don't know what Lake Crystal's got to do to get a right. higher seed, but mm-hmm. outside of that, yeah, I mean, seeding is seeding. You know, it's tough with Class A because you've got your your schedule prior to the season, and you can get an A plus on that test, right? You can beat every opponent you need to beat. You can crush it at every single individual tournament. But at the end of the day, Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial is never going to wrestle United North Central. Or I guess even Staples Motley would be a better comparison to move them up on the 2-3 side. So it's a little bit tough when these Class A teams are so far away across the different parts of the state. Yeah, it definitely makes it tricky. So speaking of far away, the first round matchup for the number one seed Chatfield is Bertha Hewitt-Verndale-Parkers-Prairie, the co-op. Kyle, do you want to make a guess how far away Chatfield and Bertha Hewitt-Verndale-Parkers-Prairie are? I guess I should say Bertha. That's got to be six hours. Six six hours and 23 minutes. So it's actually closer to four hours, and it is 273 miles. Yeah. If Chatfield guys are driving, they're taking the long way. <laughs> Probably. Might yeah. as well. So... Um, Chatfield, like I said, very deserving of that number one seed. I'd be willing to say they legitimately do not have any holes in their lineup. I think Al and Josh said the same thing on their podcast when I was listening earlier today, but bottom to top, they are just absolutely rock solid. Eight of their 13 wrestlers are state ranked, five returning state entrants, two state champs, and you know, they kind of have a luxury where they can basically just roll their lineup all the way out there up until like 160, say, here's our guys, come fight with us. And then they've got a couple double ways up top that give them a little bit of nice flexibility that's a luxury to have up top. Bertha Hewitt is built a little bit differently. They're great down low. Their first handful of wrestlers on the mat are all fantastic. Got a couple studs mixed in in the middle, like David Revering is a number two ranked wrestler in the state at 160. And then Braden Champ is kind of their stud big man up there at 215. So his team's built a little bit differently. I would say if you're excited to watch this one, get to your seats early because those matches in the lower weights are going to be pretty exciting. So, um, Quick trivia for you. You ready? I'm ready. There's a connection between Bertha Hewitt and United North Central. What is it? I actually know this because I did my homework. Oh. So is it the UNC head coach, Mr. Oyster? Is it Joel Jacob? Jake. Jake Oyster. Yep. Is a graduate of Bertha Hewitt. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Yes. Nice job. I'm I, impressed. I was ready. I was ready, you, baby. It's the usually postseason. Usually you get trivia wrong, and usually it takes you 16 hours to answer. So this well, is a weird night. Technically, I did, instead of saying jacob oyster i said did i say jed first or joel joel something yeah yeah so i get it right with an asterisk there i mean there's like a million oysters though that's like the o'reilly or the carlson of you know the different schools are there yeah i didn't know there were that many oysters i've got to get up farther north i watched a lot of wrestling this year but i did not make it north farther north than like uh foley oh yeah foley i forgot i went to foley last week yeah that's a good point so number one seed versus unseeded Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie. If I'm the sports book setting the line, I'd say Chatfield's a, a pretty healthy favorite there, but you never know at the state tournament. Have Can you, off of your head, can you think of any number one seeds that lost in the first round at state? I'm trying to think of the last time 
a number one seed went down in the opening round? No, I mean, that's a terrible question to ask and just put me on the spot. Well, then you just say you don't know. I did. I said no. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) All right. So that's number one Chatfield and unseated Bertha Hewitt, Verndale, Parker's Prairie. We'll just move down the bracket in a nice, convenient manner so that we don't lose anyone along the way. Late Crystal Welcome Memorial is the number four seed. Jackson County Central, the number five seed, will meet up in the quarterfinals. These two know each other pretty well. They were at multiple individual tournaments together this year. They also dueled on February 2nd, so that's within the last three weeks or so. JCC was without a few wrestlers. Um, I saw Ben Dolan at 133 was out, Ryan Haley up top, maybe a couple other wrestlers as well. Lake Crystal won that 42-23, and I would not expect, or I would expect that margin to tighten up a little bit once they get together at the state tournament. The strength of Lake Crystal Welcome Memorials lineup is right through the heart. So they've got their two seniors at 133 and 39 in Griffin Jimenez and Parker Cam, both returning state entrants. They've got the Palmer brothers in the middle. They've got Nick Slater up top, which if you're not familiar with Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial Wrestling, I was over there for an individual tournament and he has the sickest mullet in the state of Minnesota. (laughs) So you have that to look forward to. And then that JCC lineup is kind of built front to back. First three wrestlers are ranked. They're phenomenal down low. And they've also got experience. Kyle, how many state titles has JCC won in a row? Three. Two. Oh. They, are, they are looking for three in a row. And do you know the last team in Class A to win three state championships in a row? Oh, do I? Can I get like an era? You, it's post two thousand. Post two thousand, three in a row. This is probably like a no brainer. Oh, section. Can you give me a section? Two. Section two. It's kind of a curveball, isn't it? Yeah. Huh. Think of section two. Medford, Maple River used to be in there. Kenyon was in there. I was like Kenyon, but. I don't know. That I am stumped. Maybe uh I should take a guess though. Yeah, you should. Look at me pulling a Logan here trying to guess this. Actually, this is just for I, all of our I kinda, listeners. I kind of I tricked you with this one. Albert Lee. No. Jackson County Central. What? You said other than Jackson County. <laughs> I did not replay it back. I said who was the last class A team and to I'm win like three state titles just, in a row. I panicked and just put Albert Lee down like two <laughs> classes. So that was an intelligent conversation there. Uh, is there anybody that's actually had three in a row other than Jackson County and single A? That's a good question. So Zimbrodema's or excuse me, Long Prairie Great Eagle Browerville won twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. ZM Zimbrodema Zappa won twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. So those are both just two JCC had five straight titles, including a tie with Frazee between 2010 and 2014. Camby had back-to-back state titles in 2005, 2006. I do not know the last team not named JCC to win three straight titles. Oh, Camby probably they went on a run. 75, they were runner-up. 76, they were champion. 77, they were champion. 78, they were the runner-up. 79, they were the champion. So they were pretty solid. They weren't bad. Oh, they never did three in a row, though. I would. Were Runner you up champion? Champion. So 
speaking of Camby, we'll eventually get to BBE next. They're the three seed. They're out of Section 5. Camby was the number one seed in Section 5 this year. How fun would that have been to see them at the state tournament again? Yeah, it's been... Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, it's been a while. So, all right, I got to get back to this four or five seed matchup. That one's going to be interesting, seeing if they, you know, shift lineups. Staples won it in 80 as co-champs against who? Good Hugh. The Wildcats of Good Hugh? 81, 82, 83, 84, and 85. Okay. That's a run. That's a pretty good run. So, did you you must have found that on the guillotine? Actually, state high school league's got a nice little uh, history here thing. Okay, cool. So, JCC Lake Crystal. Here's what I have to watch for, Kyle. If you're watching this one, which you should be. Ooh, excuse me. Last time JCC won the first three matches, and then Lake Crystal went on a run with the middle of their lineup that's super strong. They won five of six. My questions are this. Can Lake Crystal limit bonus points down low? And can JCC steal a match or two in the middle? I think those are going to be two key factors watching that one for Lake Crystal and JCC. I have Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial on paper as a slight favorite. Do you think that's generous of me? Or you think that's within the realm of possibilities? I'm going to be contrarian here. I I like Jackson County. They've been there. I mean, this is just second nature. Nature, it's another tournament for them. Mm-hmm. If uh, if they're back healthy, they're a solid program, and this is going to be a a barn burner. But I got, uh, I guess I'm going to go JCC. I can't disagree with you. Like the experience aspect is so important, and JCC has been there before. They've done it. They've got seniors in the lineup. They've got a back to back to back state champion in there, Nolan Ambrose. So. No, I can't fault you for JCC, and I think sometimes a little bit. You're the one who actually told me this earlier this year in regards to KM, Cast Manorville. Sometimes we get success fatigue, right? Teams win, we get bored with them, we forget them out a little bit, we maybe undersell them. So, no, I think JCC is a really solid pick. I think this is going to be one of the best. Are we going to make predictions? We might at the end of this. I'm going to make a proposition for you at the end of Class A. We'll do a little bit of picking, maybe not necessarily true predictions. All right. Yeah. Like the guys over in Wisconsin on the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast, those guys are brave. They do a ton of predictions. We would uh, we would have such a bad betting percentage, I would just be embarrassed. Yeah, so, you don't really know much. So. <laughs> uh, so BBE, the number three seed, Belgrade, Brutonel Rosa, they are matching up with unseeded united north central these two did not wrestle this year but they were both at an individual tournament together this year so there's a couple matchups that maybe coaches have to use for reference when they're drawing up their lineups but generally two teams that don't see each other very frequently bbe their calling card is just this unbelievable back end of the lineup seven of their late last eight wrestlers are ranked um they are unbelievable believable from like 139 up to the top when they've lost duels this seasons it's because you know there was a big hole they fell into early and couldn't quite dig themselves out of it but if they can start strong you know nine times out of ten bb is going to finish strong with unc this team is young they're a bunch of good young wrestlers with flexibility down low they've got a couple seniors 
and Zach Hendrickson and Aaron Lake at 127 and 133 are having awesome seasons. And then they've got more youngsters up top from 172 up to up to heavyweight. And uh, did I mention that they're from Section 8, Kyle? Did I mention that? North Central? Yeah. I, I don't think, think... I don't know if you did or not. I don't think I did. But anyways, they're from Section 8. They've now won Section 8 three years in a row after seemingly Frazee had won it like 20-some years in a row, which isn't technically true, so don't fact-check me, but it felt like that. Um, in this one, I think UNC could potentially be favored in a ton of matchups down low and then BBE, a bunch of matchups up top. So if one of those teams can steal a couple matches or keep bonus points off the board at those respective points, I think that could uh, swing the match a lot. BBE, I have them as a favorite, but not as a crazy overwhelming favorite. Also, I have a fun fact about BBE, Kyle. You ready for this? Yes. Their head coach... Jordan Fester, I believe it's his second year coaching Belgrade Brutonel Rosa. He went to high school at Otwater Cosmos Grove City and wrestled in the state tournament. Can you guess who his last ever wrestling match was against? There's so there's some significance with a state tournament team. And that's kind of my hint. There's a s- So Jordan Fester, yeah, BBE's yep. head coach graduated from ACGC in 2014. He wrestled in the Class A state team tournament. His last career match came against Chatfield when they won their last state championship in 2014. So, so you just told me the answer. He wrestled probably a goldsmith. You you gave me the look like you weren't going to answer, so I had to well, throw it out there. <laughs> well, you got to give me time. Okay. Did you not hear my last logic on the one before? It takes me a minute. Sure. So he did, did he wrestle time. a goldsmith? I don't think he did. Well, he, you don't have the name? It was, uh, oh, I forget his name. It might have been Jacob Bleese for wow. Chatfield at heavyweight. You think if you're going to do trivia, you're going to have the answer. I did have the answer. His last match was against Chatfield. Yeah, but he should have the name. All right, whatever. So that is our... But honestly, goldsmith's a good guess because there's like 30 of them. There's a lot of goldsmiths. Yeah, yeah cool. goldsmiths would have been a solid guess. So that is the the three seed BBE versus unseeded UNC. Moving down the bracket once again, Staples Motley finds themselves in the state tournament after like 25 years or something like that. They drew LeSueur Henderson in the first round. Were you born yet? I was a couple years old. I was not reading and writing yet. Well, that's kind of cool. Gosh. Yeah. Huh. Isn't that crazy? Put that's in perspective. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I wasn't a big wrestling fan back then in 99 i was kind of into like blues clues elmo and diapers coloring (laughs) well i still wear diapers so that doesn't that doesn't uh matter too much staples motley they're awesome down low they're really good all the way up to 152 they've got uh state finalist colby tappy at 152 he's the exclamation point on that awesome run for staples motley their first three wrestlers are ranked and then also their number one ranked 107-pounder, Gage Bierga. And they also have a couple good upperweights mixed in, but I'd say the strength of their lineup is definitely down low. Lesur Henderson, the Giants are very young. The strongest parts of their lineup are from 121 to 139 in that range. And then also up top, they've got some good wrestlers. 
It's a team that I think is kind of built somewhat similarly to United North Central. Could be fun if those two end up matching up in the semifinals, whether that's uh, on the consolation side or on the front side of the bracket. You see any similarities between Lesur Henderson and UNC? They're both really young. I you, think you yeah. stole that from me, and you. Well, no, it. you just literally look, and it's like grades. I mean, how many? They don't have a senior on the roster, do they? No, they don't. I don't think they have many juniors either. And I, I count one junior. I don't know if this is right, but one. Oh no, two juniors, mm-hmm. no seniors. Wow, I was gonna have a hot take later on in this uh, show, but I might have to switch it. <laughs> well, we'll see. So, Lesur Henderson's head coach. His name is Luke Wilson. He's a third-year head coach at Lesur Henderson. Fun fact about him, Kyle, he's actually wrestled one of our podcast guests. Can you guess which podcast guest he has wrestled? Michael Odomo. That is actually a really good guess. He might have wrestled Michael Odomo, but that's not the answer I'm looking for. Bailey O'Reilly. He did wrestle Bailey O'Reilly. He said 160, and I just couldn't remember how big Odomo was. Yeah, Odomo was, I think he was 160 a senior. He was. Yep. So he wrestled Bailey in the, the quarterfinals of the state tournament, Bailey's senior year. I think it was Luke Wilson's senior year as well. Hmm. Interesting. That wasn't the the Jackson County guy. No. No. No, 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 no. no. That was not. So if you're uh, wanting to re-listen to that, check out Bailey's interview. That was one of our first ones. I wonder how we did. Have uh, you listened back to it? I have not. Not in a while. <laughs> that would be interesting. That was like our second episode. I think we did pretty good. I think we did. Well, Bailey kind of saved it. Yeah. And then we uh, interviewed Michael Odomo from uh, Dovriota to a state champ there. So yep. check those out. Pretty uh, pretty fun if you're if you're bored. Yeah. They're decent. They're decent. Um, so what I got to watch for here in the Lesur matchup, uh, Lesur and Staples Motley matchup, is if Lesur can score some bonus points down low and get out to a lead or excuse me, even snag an upset down there. Uh, keep it within resistance, within distance going into 172. They could have a shot, but I definitely have Staples Motley as a healthy favorite in this one. Kyle, let me ask you this. If you could only watch one quarterfinal in class A, which of those four quarterfinals would you like to watch? That's a good, good question. Logan Brewer. I think... I would go with Lake Crystal Welk Memorial <laughs> and Jackson County Central. How many times are you going to do this? Like, you literally asked me a question. I'm about to speak, and then you just cut me off. Well, it's because you saw I was going to say Lake Crystal JCC. I just wanted to give you the right answer. You usually don't have it, so I was trying to throw you a life. Well, how about this? Is this a good segue into our into our picks-ish? It could be. Because yeah. I think I would actually like to see that uh, UNC first-round match. Okay, UNC, BBE. I would. I think the one thing that I really like about the state tournaments, records just really don't mean anything. On you know, Paper is what it is. I think throughout the year, we maybe get a little too click-happy on checking out the new rankings and the new, mm-hmm. you know, when that comes out. I was doing it today. Yeah, and you had some words for me. But I think the best part about the state tournament, it's the greatest equalizer. Everybody's starting you know, to use the cliche O and L, but I'm excited to see where UNC comes in at. Um, bunch of young guys ready to roll. They're either just going to go out there and let her fly because they don't know any better, or the br- the lights might be a little too bright. So, I I am excited to see where UNC's at 
And they, if you want me to pull a Logan Brewer here, go right ahead. And no matter what, this is going to be a great year for them. I, mean, I think they've already been there, what, two, three years in a row? Three years in a row. Three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Look at that roster, how young it is. This is something that I think they're building for the foreseeable future. So, I think there's a few different programs in Class A that you could point to and say that. So UNC I, is definitely up and coming. I'd say the same thing about Latour Henderson and Staples Motley as well. So for me, I'm taking that round matchup, and I'm taking UNC in our little pick segment here yeah. as, as my team because I've always been a Section 8 guy. Unlike somebody... Logan Brewer. If anyone from Section 8 would like to find out what I'm talking about, it's one of our first episodes when uh, you went on a little Section 8 rant. But For the record, I was talking about Section 8 in Iowa. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I might have smack talk. I might have smack talk Section 8 a little bit. And if it sounds like I'm directing that at Section 8 here in Minnesota, it was actually Iowa. Okay, so don't, don't be missing. Uh, don't be mistaken. I would say, like I said, JCC and Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial Area is and the we should one I'm most excited for. How I'm, we're going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to explain oh, the picks gotcha, in a yeah. second here. So that's the quarterfinal I'm most excited for. I just want to see that rematch. I love how coaches make adjustments the second time wrestling a team. I think it'll be fun to kind of follow the box score on that one. So I'm going with the 4-5 or five matchup as my favorite first-round match. The little bit of prediction, guessing game, whatever you want to call it, that we're going to do. We're each going to pick two teams here. And we're going to pick teams that we can, we believe will or can have the ability to outperform their seed. So, for example, if I said, I'm picking Jackson County Central to outperform the five seed. If they place fourth, third, second, first, then I get that one right. I get a point. If I pick BBE, the three seed, to outperform their seed, and they get fourth, which is lower than the three seed, then I don't get that one correct. So we're basically doing this as another way that I can once again prove to Kyle I know more about wrestling than him. And the one seeds are off the table. So the, Yes, exactly. The one seeds, it makes it off the table because you can't go higher than one. So if you want to play at home, go ahead, write down your picks. You can even email them to us if you want. JVtakes1 at gmail.com. Send us on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And then if you're the lucky winner and you go six for six, we'll give you a shout out in the next podcast. What do you think about that, I'm going first? I'll give you first pick in class A. I mean, I already said it. I want first pick in double A. Oh, and the other stipulation I should explain is if you pick an unseated team, all they have to do is get fifth or higher, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you go ahead here first at the class A. I already kind of said UNC. I just I'm excited to see where they're where they're at. Okay. When you're that far away, that far up north, we have no idea what they're going to bring to the table. So I'm just excited to see it. Uh, yeah, I've already done my UNC. Go Warriors! All right, I like it. Good pick. <laughs> and I'm, I've always been a UNC guy. Have you? Yeah. Oh yeah, for the sure. Tar Heels. <laughs> Roy Williams. Something like that. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go. Obviously, can't go Chatfield, which kind of burns me a little bit because I've been, I've been uh, playing that banjo all year long. I'll say Jackson. No, you son of a. <laughs> Late Crystal Welcome Memorial. I'm going with the Knights. So what they would need to do for me to get that right is they have to either. Well, no matter you almost what set they have me up to, here, didn't you? 
they have to win the first round matchup and then they have to either get into the finals or they have to get third for me to be correct but i am feeling it with the knights because i went over to lake crystal earlier this year kyle and they were on fire at the home tournament i like what they're doing i think lake crystal is going in the right direction and i'm going jackson county you're going Jackson County. Now this is a team I've always I'm I've always been a Jackson County guy for sure. <laughs> and uh do you have got, any JCC gear in your closet? Well, how many times have you seen them wrestle this year? Online. That counts. How many times? Like 3. So you're a big JCC guy. Well, yeah. Why not? <laughs> I remember watching uh, Ambrose beat Bortz, you know, what was that, three years ago, right, on his yeah, run to his at, first day title? Yeah, down at 113. Yeah. Th- that wasn't Kai Anderson, right? That was Ambrose um, who beat him. Yeah, that was Ambrose. I think it was Ambrose, yeah. Yeah. I'm a JCC guy. I know this. So okay. <laughs> this is my time to talk. So You were a JCC guy while you were coaching a no, good UK no, no, wrestling no. I saw him wrestle. The match got over. I'm like... I'm a JCC guy now. That got you on board. It got me on board. Okay. I like the way he wrestles. All right. Hey, so if you're want, you want to be a JCC guy, that's fine. So I'm going to stay on this bandwagon. Jackson County, they are, they've been here before. They've done it. I like the balance of their lineup. They've got some just absolute studs. We can see what they can do, move them around. You just never know. If they're fully healthy, I think that's going to obviously pay a huge dividends. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you and need. We are gonna square up first round, which is even better. You need JCC to win that. If they win their opening round, they've already outperformed outperformed their seed. Yeah, and you've lost that then. Correct. Yeah. You. I'm not sitting by you at the 11 a.m. quarterfinals. <laughs> so I'll be there. Okay. Go Huskies. Yeah. If anyone has a shirt, bring Kyle a JCC shirt. <laughs> All right, so my options here, if I went with Staples, they would have to win the whole tournament for me to get that that correct. I could go with Lesseur. I like Lesseur. I like JCC is a good value bet. It is. I agree. I agree. And you almost set me up on that. <laughs> we had a little pre-production meeting, and he was giving me a different name. So, so I'm going to go, oh, man. You ever get it where your brain is telling you one thing and your heart is telling you something else? What do you do no. in that case? Do you listen to your brain or your heart? Mine are aligned. Yours are aligned. Wow, that must be nice. I'm going to follow my heart here. Lesur Henderson Giants. I'm going to go with Lesur. I think they can do it. Okay? We're up and coming. We're young. We're moving in the right direction. We've got momentum. We were the number two seed in sections. We weren't the favorite in the section that was Central Public Schools, otherwise known as Norwood Young America. We've got momentum. We're going to keep it rolling. Giants in six, LeSueur Henderson to outperform their seed. There you go. <laughs> so we did not take BBE or Staples Montley and Bertha Hewitt. Bertha Hewitt. Yeah, Bertha Hewitt has a tough first round draw. That's they have a tough first round but, draw, and then also their second round matchup between JCC. They're either going to have JCC or Lake Crystal. I, that's a really tough spot to be in. Or they're going to make us both look like clowns. They we already look like clowns. They would make us look like more of clowns. Yeah. Hmm. Do you did you not go with Section Seven or Section Five there just because they get enough love on the forum and on the rankings and all that? 
Uh, I'm, can I plead the fifth? All right, are we done with Class A? <laughs> not weigh in on that. All right, we are done with Class A. We're going to hop over to Double A. We're going to follow the same format here. I'll kind of run you through things. But I have as the top storylines in Double A is, is Simley human this year? Because they've won five state titles in a row. Can anybody break that streak? Double A has a ton of parity. I think this is the most unpredictable state bracket across three classes. Would you agree that this double A field is kind of a you know wide open? Yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily say it's more wide open than any of the others, though. Mm-hmm. I think we get these blinders on with what we think is going to happen, especially in Class A. And then, oh, hey, by the way, none of these teams hardly have common opponents. And then, I think. The thing with double A, it feels like there's more common opponents. Yeah. So we can draw correlations, which makes it actually more messy because some beat one mm-hmm. and another beat the other. Yeah. But uh, no, I think actually this year, I mean, not to skip all the way ahead, but even triple A, we got some options out on the table there for some parity. So sure. Yeah. I would disagree with you, Logan. Believe okay. it or not. Well, it's not the first time, won't be the last time. So this eight state tournament teams. Simley got the number one seed. Caston Manorville is the number two seed. Totino Grace, the number three seed. Becker, the number four seed. Watertown Mayor, the five seed. And then Dawson Boyd, Waqua Parlay, Montevideo United, I think I butchered that pronunciation, was the was unseeded, as well as Little Falls and Dilworth Glendon Felton. Out of those eight teams, Kyle, can you tell me which three are new to the state tournament this year? DGF. DGF, correct. Dilworth, Glennon, Felton. Hmm. I'm going to go with Becker. Becker has got third at state back-to-back years. <laughs> I feel Little Falls just went, but I'm sure it's Little Falls. Little Falls is new. Huh. Watertown Mayor? And Watertown Mayor. That's correct. It yep. feels like Watertown Mayor. Maybe they just have been there with so many individuals and such high-end individuals. It feels like they've been there as a team. They always have a ton of individuals. Also, they were there two years ago. So they didn't go last year, but they went the year prior. So oh, you were saying, I thought you meant new ever. No, 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 no. Not first time ever. Little Falls has been you there before You need to word your well. questions better. New to the tournament this year. Well, they're all new Not this returning. Year. This is a new tournament, so they're all new. Of those eight, which one did not make the tournament last year? That would have been the better question to ask. Okay. Now we're learning. Okay. So we're on the we'll same maybe page there. we work on there. that for AAA. Okay. So number one seed, Simley, is going to match up in the first round with Little Falls. Mentioned Simley has five straight state titles. A lot of that has to do with the balance lineup where they just, you know, the second a kid graduates, they have somebody new to pump in. They're just phenomenal in that sense. Probably the best double-A program over the last decade or 15 years or so. I've got another trivia question Really for went you, on Kyle. a limb on that one there, Logan. I'm sticking my neck out there. So who is the last double-A program to win a state title that's not named Simley and not named Cass and Manorville? I think you stole this. Oh, no. Win a state title. Win a double A state title, not Simley, not Cass and Manorville. It's the type of team that when I say it, you're going to go, Are you kidding me? Albert Lee. No. <laughs> Albert Lee is just on my mind today. I'm not really sure why. What section? 
They were in section four, actually. Hmm. No idea. Totino Grace. Nope. Good guess. Good guess. I don't know. So it was in 2007. It was St. Michael Albertville. Oh. Because St. Michael Albertville was in double A. Yep. Yeah. That's a population explosion. Yeah. Compared to now. Yep. So Simley, they have a really balanced lineup, top to bottom, no real holes. I heard on the Alan Josh podcast, though, they are a little bit dinged up. They lost their 65-match win streak to Moundsview earlier this year. So like I said, there might be a couple couple cracks in the armor. Um, Little Falls, relatively young lineup, their first time at the state tournament for this specific group of wrestlers. They're pretty solid through the middle. A couple hammers up top in Hank Hank LeClaire and Ivan Petrich. So in this one... I think what you're probably going to want to watch is how Simley fills 133, 139 in there. If they potentially have a couple different wrestlers, we'll see how they're able to adjust. Um, Don't know if Little Falls matches up the best with Simley, to be honest. I haven't seen Little Falls wrestle this year. I haven't seen a lot of them. So it's going to be, be interesting to see how they match up. See if Little Falls can win some matches on the back end. Keep this one close with the, with the I don't know, would you say Darth Vader would be a fair comparison for Simley, having won five straight state titles? You know, I've never gonna seen s- Star Wars. Have you never? No. I saw it. I didn't like it. Bad comparison for all, me. All my brothers love it. So It does not surprise me. No, it doesn't. No, that, that's fitting. Yeah. So I've We're gotten canceled because we haven't watched Star Wars and don't like it. You realize that. You know who really likes Star Wars? Your brother Trevor. No, reference last week and he likes Circus Peanuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Your old star. practice partner. Yep. Huge Star Wars guy. That doesn't surprise me. Nope. No. So I've got Simile as a pretty heavy favorite there. Moving down the bracket, it's number four Becker and number five Watertown Mayor. Watertown Mayor's lineup is highlighted by those high end wrestlers that Kyle was talking about that you see all over the mat and individuals be the Fredericks brothers. Um, It would be Bryce Burkett, the Oklahoma commit up top. They rely on those guys to pick up a bunch of bonus points. They have guaranteed wins in almost every duel they wrestle, and they're going to be taking on Becker, who also has a ton of studs right through the middle of their lineup. That one is also going to have good matches down low. Another really exciting four or five seed. And, uh, Man, I just love the way Double A shaped out this year because this is a great matchup. And then I also think our three seed and the unseeded uh, ones going on are going to be really good as well. And like Kyle mentioned, I saw, or maybe I said that, I was up in Foley and saw Becker a couple Fridays ago, and they have a good-looking squad. So that's your four and five seed matchup. The three seed, Totino Grace, is going to be taking on unseeded First-time state entrant, Dilworth, Glendon, Felton. These two have not met up this year. They're nowhere near each other. Dilworth is basically in North Dakota, isn't it? Yeah, it is way up there. Yeah. But you, we've seen them wrestle before because yeah, uh, they, came, they come down to Howard Lake. Correct. Yep. Waverly Winstead. So DGF has a really nice-looking team this year. Most people who go to the state tournament probably know Totino Grace because they're always there. I think it's something ridiculous like the last... 11 out of 12 years i would uh i would describe their lineup as like a bookend built team they're really really good down low 
They're really, really good up top, and they're also pretty solid right in the middle. This might be one of the best teams Totino Grace has had in years. Um, Dilworth Glenton, Dilworth Glendon Felton, excuse me, a little bit of an unknown to me just because of the distance away, but uh, they've got Jacob Lubke at 126th, who got sixth at state last year. I believe he's undefeated this year. They've got Roy Rude in the middle of their lineup, and then up top they got Caleb Johnson. So they've got high-end wrestlers at all levels of the lineup. I think DGF matches up pretty decent down low and maybe could split the first four matches. But uh, in my opinion, the team that wins the middle of the match and minimizes bonus points is going to be the team that has the advantage in this duel. I have Totino Grace as a as a favorite, but I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be a large margin. The last one, we have Caston Manorville taking on United, the winners of Section 3. That was a really close Section Final. They beat, I believe, Marshall by one in that one. So they're battle-tested. Dawson Boyd was at the state tournament last year. Do you know who they wrestled in the first round last year, Kyle? Dawson Boyd? Dawson Boyd, yes. Do you know who they wrestled in the first round last year? This year, it's Cass and Manorville. Simley. Last year was also Cass and Manorville. <laughs> Back-to-back years, these two are going to be wrestling the first round of the state tournament. Have you seen Dawson Boyd's singlets? No. They're sweet. Give it a Google right now. They're, they're like <laughs> black and white. They've got cool stripes on them. They're awesome. Are they like the tiger-striped ones? I think maybe I've seen those. No. I think that's... Isn't that like Princeton? Or something oh, yeah. Like I think that? you're right. Yeah. The Bengal-striped tigers or whatever it is. So It'll take me four days to type this. Well, yeah, you got sausage fingers. Casson Manorville is the number two seed. They won that matchup last year with United 47-18. to KM wrestled unbelievable in that match. They beat a ton of United's best wrestlers. KM this year is built around the heart of their lineup with Dominic Mann at 172, Luke Swanson at 160, and Joey Kennedy at 152. Those are the three seniors for Casson Manorville. Man is a two-time state entrant. Kennedy is a state pl- uh, state finalist, and Swanson's a state place winner. So those guys are absolute studs. They're built really well around that too, with a well-rounded lineup. Um, United is great out of the gates at 107 and 114. They're really strong down low, and then also have a great back end. The last three wrestlers and great are great, and state place winner Brady Rohde is their heavyweight. He's a top three ranked wrestler, I believe, as well. I think Dawson Boyd going unseated kind of underscores just how deep AA is this year because they easily, in my mind, could be worthy of a top five seed. You could say the same thing for DGF, and I just think it's a deep AA bracket this year. Did you find those singlets? I tried. No. Kept coming up with football or football jerseys. Mm. So I'll just wait. I'm patient. I'm not like you. I don't need need it instantaneous. I, I'm ready to talk about the 2028 state I know tournament. You are. If you, I know uh, you are. If you are. So, so no, but I think you're you're absolutely correct. There's double A just seems. Usually, there's a lot of depth in double A. With well, I shouldn't say depth. You have these high end teams. Mm-hmm. KM's been on a tear. Simley's been on a tear. Mm-hmm. So New Prague last year was kind of on a tear. New Prague was nuts last year. Yeah. This year, I just feel like maybe everybody's kind of elevated a little bit mm-hmm. and maybe 
Simley might have dropped a little. Now watch Simley just go on a tear and blank everybody. But I think this year alone, like there's just it just feels different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, I agree. Maybe it's the the Simley fatigue, the KM fatigue that I sometimes guard against. But mm-hmm. no, I do. I think uh, I do feel it's a little different this year. Yeah, I think maybe in years past, you know, they had a lineup that sported four, five, six number one ranked wrestlers. They just have a couple less of those this year after graduating a wrong, really strong senior class. And then you mix in a couple injuries and who knows what's going to happen at the state tournament. You know, if you had told me last year that Hastings was going to beat STMA, I would have asked you what you were drinking. So you never know. Or like if you were going to, if I were to tell you like Spencer don't, Lee could lose. Don't even go there. Year, don't and then even you would there. just argue with me for three hours and then you were wrong. I, I still believe that he did not lose. That <laughs> ma- That match was rigged. Okay. All right. So we're predicting this one. Yeah. We're taking our teams and I go first. Well, no, let's let's follow the order here. Pick which quarterfinal you think is your favorite if you could only watch one. I'm going to say once again, God, I want to either go, you go four or five. Hey, hold on. You literally can't say pick and then you start talking again. We got to work on this. What it's I meant a, it's was, a back and forth. What I meant was you think while I pick. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going with Cass and Manorville right out the chute. That makes my decision easy. Yeah. Because I, I was I was between KM, Dawson Boyd, or Becker and Watertown Mayor. So I'll go with Becker and Watertown Mayor. I've seen KM, you know, wrestle all these teams down here that we know pretty well, but I'm kind of excited to finally see them wrestle someone that I just really don't have a very good handle on. So I'm excited to see where is KM, you K- know. KM legitimately does not wrestle like north of Cannon Falls, do they? Because they go down to Iowa. Yeah, and the only reason they, they do go the north Christmas to Cannon Falls is because they have to go to Cannon Falls for conference. Exactly. Yeah, they love Iowa and Wisconsin. They do. Can't they, say I love Iowa. They came to Goodyear. Is Goodyear north of Cannon Falls? No. What? Kinda. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> your, is your map upside down? Well, it just depends. Is, you know. Anywho. Somebody help this guy. So, no, I'm, I'm excited to see where KM is at the state level, and I think... This first round for them is going to be a good indicator of what we got in KM. Mm-hmm. You know, from we see him battle, we saw him battle ZM twice, and ZM mm-hmm. is just solid down low. And KM was able to kind of keep it close, hang in there, and then they let their horses do the work. Um, I'm excited to see just how they how they shake out with some of these teams that we just don't quite know. Agree. I'm going with Becker and Watertown Mayor. I just think the number of high-level wrestlers in there and potential matchups that we have. We're talking about, like, state semifinal-type matchups like uh, at some of those individual matches. So excited for that one. And then I get first pick here, right, for a team that's going to outperform their seed. You do. That's that's uh, that's exciting. I, like, I can go first. I, I got like my – I have three. Can I, we take section one? Yeah, you can take section one. We just can't take the one seed. You would take section one because you're a section one homer. Well, if they're going to win it, I'm going to take them. But you go first. We'll see how this plays out. So I could take Watertown Mayor, and they would just need to win their first round match. Totino Grace would have to make it to the finals. Dawson Boyd would have to get to fifth. People literally don't have all night to listen to this. going to take the Becker... Bulldogs. Number four seed, Becker Bulldogs. Third place the last two years. I think they at least get to that point again this year. You daggered me there. Yeah. 
eat it. You knew I was coming for that. Huh. All right. Well, I don't know who your second team is going to be, so I'm going to have to... I think I'm going to have to lock mine up here with uh, DGF. Okay. I'm a big Section 8 guy. Okay. Had UNC, DGF. I've seen DGF wrestle twice now. Okay. In the last two years. Okay. The first time I saw him wrestle was they couldn't have been more than like, it felt like three days removed from the state championship in football two years ago. Mm -hmm. And they were just brawlers. And then the gas tank ran out. Mm. But- this year, same thing. They just get after you. The gas tank was there. Um, I'm excited to see how DGF uh, performs at the state level. I think I'm just excited about Section 8 in general. <laughs> I'm a Section 8 guy. A big like, Section 8 guy. The The gap between Section 1 and Section 8, it's just like you're going to a different country to, to see some wrestling. So I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. What do you think people do for fun in Section 8? Like they Pick fish, rocks. fish for walleyes? No, they just pick rocks and sugar pick beet rock. fields, I think. <laughs> There's beet fields up there? I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going with DGF. I'm I'm kind of excited. And not to mention, like, I like that matchup. Like, you got Totino Grace. Yeah, Totino Grace has got a really good uh, mm-hmm. lineup. But, hey, give me the guys up there in the sugar beet fields. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with United. I'm gonna go with Dawson Boyd. Wow! I not only didn't go section one, you're kind of sa- slapping section one in the face here. Absolutely not. I could be shooting for the five speed or the the consolation championship as well. That is true. I just think they have multiple paths. I like their matchup in the first round. I think them being maybe a little bit familiar with KM. I don't know if that'll do anything for them. I just think they were at the state tournament last year. I called their consolation championship. They wrestled really well after they got some momentum going. I think they keep that going this year. And Kyle, sweet singlets. You got to put <laughs> a lot of stock into sweet singlets, okay? Well, this makes my decision extremely easy, and I knew you weren't going to go this way. So you're going Watertown Mayor. Watertown Mayor. Here we go again. We'll have a nice first-round matchup, but Watertown Mayor absolutely has hammers up and down their lineup and best looking lineup of the year for them it sounds like they're healthy and they're red hot after winning their section tournament exactly so i love it when you got a couple guys just like jcc you can move around if you have to put it all on the line for the duel and and not to mention i get to knock you out literally in the first round you're basically going to be eliminated from this competition in single a and double a we'll see about that so watertown mayor Let's get after it. I can't even say I'm a big Watertown Mayor guy. Never seen him wrestle other than the state tournament. Here's my question about Watertown Mayor. What happened to Mayor Lutheran? Used to be Watertown Mayor, Mayor Lutheran, and now it's just Watertown Mayor? No, I think it says Watertown Mayor, Mayor Lutheran on this sheet. Which sheet are you looking at? Spreadsheet. I'm looking at the guillotine, and it just says Watertown Mayor. Hmm. Oh, man. I hope the Mayor Lutheran people aren't as upset at us as the Mazeppa guys get. <laughs> Forgetting to say Mazeppa when yeah. we say Zimbrota Mazeppa. I think it. well, I'll look that up while we go, but I think uh, I think they're together still. Circle back on the United singlets again. Try that search as well if you can. I will wait. I am patient. <laughs> so AAA, 
So let's recap that. All right. So I got DGF, Watertown Mayor. You got? I got Becker and Dawson Boyd, Lockway, Parlay, Montevideo United. All right. Sweet. Yep. So AAA storylines, Moundsview is the newcomer, and they're also the number one seed. Shakopee in the three seed behind STMA in the two seed. STMA was the victim of that big upset in the finals last year. Shakopee's back at the state tournament after a one-year hiatus. And then the other five teams rounding out the field are Apple Valley, Hastings, Wilmer, Albert Lee, and Forest Lake. Kyle, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Which of those eight teams were not at the state tournament last year? Which of those eight were not? Correct. Uh, Moundsview. Moundsview is not. You are correct. Three more. Oh, there was three. Yeah, and one of them, if you were listening, I actually said it out loud, so I hope you were listening. No, I was trying to figure out this Mayor Lutheran question. But on the, well, whatever. I think they're together, but I don't think it's listed together. Okay. That's my that's my prediction. If I'm wrong, okay. email Logan, yell at Logan. And the United Singlets? No, we're waiting on that. Oh, okay. All right, so what was the question again? So which four teams did not make the state tournament last year in AAA that did make it this year? That did make it this year. Correct. Hmm. Wilmer. Wilmer has made it several years in a row now. Yeah, that's a bad guess. They're always there. That was pretty dumb. Um, hmm. There's people screaming at their... <laughs> I want to say screaming at their radio dial, but I hope they're not screaming at their radio dial. Up and down the radio dial. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Albert Lee. Albert Lee is new. And I think... I want to say Forest Lake, but I think Forest Lake was there. I'm going to go Forest Lake. Forest Lake is new to the state tournament this year. That's three. There's one more. Oh, you said there's four? There's one more. This uh, is the hardest one. Apple Valley. No. Hey, that would have been a bad guess. Shakopee. <laughs> Shakopee. It is Shakopee. <laughs> yep. They were. They took a little one-year break and uh, are back up there now. So... The first matchup, number one seed, Moundsview, drew Forest Lake in the first round. They actually wrestled on November 30th of this year. So not recent by any means. Moundsview won that one 55-12. Moundsview's highlight is their fantastic upperweights. They won the last six matches of that duel. Um I will say about wrestling that early in the season, November 30th, you got a lot of football players coming off the season. Kids aren't down to wait yet. Like, for example, Forest Lake did not have their state champ, Mark Rendell, at the back of their lineup. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Moundsview, the story for them, I kind of mentioned it earlier, is but they've been on the come up for several years now, but been stuck behind Stillwater. Finally broke through this year out of Section 4 behind a strong senior class. Strength of their lineup is their upperweights, but they've also got studs down low like Owen LaRose at 107 and Brett Swenson at 114. So they're a really well-rounded team, deserving the number one seed. Forest Lake is built very differently in Moundsview. They're strongest in the middle of their lineup, kind of from 127 
145. So a couple different differences there between these two teams. What I'm going to be watching for in this one, um, I think it could be a relatively high scoring duel with the teams seemingly having different strengths in their lineup. And if Force Lake wants to keep this close, they're going to have to get their studs in the low to mid weights to score a bunch of bonus points and snag an upset or two in the upper weights. Keep your eyes peeled for Quinn Morgan and Mark Rendell as well in the upper weights. That could potentially happen. Or uh, it could be Gavin Maxey as well for Moundsview who wrestled them. Either way, there's going to be studs going at it all day next Thursday. And I'm a big Moundsview guy, so keep chirping at Logan when he doesn't pick you here in the upcoming minutes. So So can I just pencil you in for Wilmer as a big Section 8 guy as well? No, I have a dilemma here in AAA, but... Let me think about that while you go through the rest of these. So let me get this straight. You're going to say you're a Section 8 guy, and then you're not going to pick Wilmer. I said I have a dilemma, so let me process while you continue to talk. Either you're a Section 8 guy or you're not. Okay. (laughs) Get in or get out of the boat. We'll see. It's coming up. Beet farmers are going to be very upset with you. I think there's sugar beets in Section 8. I'm almost positive. I'll look that up while I'm... Moving down the bracket, number four seed Hastings taking on fifth seeded Albert Lee area. I made a mistake on our last podcast, Kyle, if you can believe that. I think it was my first mistake ever. I said that Albert Lee won the regular season matchup with Hastings. Hastings actually won that one 33-27 back in mid-December at the uh, Hastings hosted the Raider duels. And then, so Hastings won that despite only winning six of 13 matches Key there was they got a bunch of pins. They had five pins, racked up all those bonus points and got them the win. The Hastings team this year looks very different than last year's state championship team that graduated a ton of studs, specifically in the upper weights. These two teams, I would say, are actually built pretty similarly. They both have really strong lower weights. The highlights for Hastings are going to be the Beisel Brothers state champions at 121 and 127. Albert Lee's got a state champ as well, 133 in Michael Olson. So some of these matchups down low are going to be, dare I say it, electric. And then, in my opinion, it's going to be some of those toss-ups in the mid to upper weights that really end up deciding this duel as well as those all-important bonus points. I've got Hastings as the favorite by a hair, Kyle, just by an absolute hair. I think this duel is going to be as tight as it was the first time around. Also, if we do have any listeners from outside the Section 1 area, should we inform them about the Section 1 adjacent teams? Well, yeah, that Hastings is basically Section 1 adopted. Technically, right now, Hastings is Section 3, but in the past, they've been in Section 1, so we claim them to be part of the Section 1 family when it makes Section 1 look good. Now, some might say that's a little bit conniving, um, arrogant, yeah. It is, and and we do. We it. don't shy from that. No, 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 no. So if uh, if Hastings performs well, they're part of the Section One family next Just like weekend. Simley alum that are now ranked number one That's in the right. nation. Yep, definitely Section One guys. Do Do you feel like most people know Kirk Fleet as a Simley alum, or do you think they know him more so as a Section One alum? Yeah, Section One alum was, for sure. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. When I see him, Civic out on, Center trained. Civic Center trained, yeah. When I see him out on the mat, I don't think that guy wrestled at Simley. I think 
that guy was from section one. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I think we need to spread the shirts to more of these simile guys, these section one versus the world, so they mm. understand and they can promote that's a good idea. One. We should find a way. We should find like an intermediary between us and members of the simile community so we can get them some JV takes gear. And then they can wear them at the state tournament. Friday of the state tournament. They can wear their simile stuff on, on, Thursday. on Thursday. Yep. But then it better be section one versus the world from there on out. Yep. Simley, Hastings. Hastings. I would even say Farmington. Farmington, Farmington is section yeah, one. Yep, absolutely. So anyone with Farmington connections yep. should also consider wearing a section anyone one Anyone that has like coaching ties to section one. Yep. If you've ever been beat by a section one wrestler. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, number we digress. Th- we digress. <laughs> a number three seed, Shock P. Drew Apple Valley in the first round. Two teams that are very familiar with each other, both in the South Suburban Conference. Two teams that I saw pretty regularly this year doing some different broadcasting gigs on the south side of the cities. They matched up really early on in the year, and Shakopee won 48-16. to Had a great start in that one. Won five of the first six matches. So, uh, you know. Apple Valley is going to be doing all the stereotypes to try and switch that one. You juggling the lineup, cutting down on bonus points. Um, Shakopee as the three seed, I'm really curious to see if they're able to break through A, into the semis, B, into the finals, because STMA, man, that team, they might be the number two seed, but they are almost as good, if not as good, as years pass. So it'd be a tough road for Shakopee to get there. Um, what I'm looking for in these matches, I want to see if Apple Valley can keep this match close through the middleweights. I want to, I want to see if they can find a way to get out to an early lead. And then uh, I think up top, Dominic Hyman, Marcel Booth, a couple of state place winners would be super fun. And Marcel Booth is typically an 89 pounder, but he's moved up a little bit when necessary for Apple Valley. So that would be a fun matchup. I've got Shakopee as the favorite in this one. We'll see how it goes. The number two seed Wilmer, or excuse me, the number two seed St. Michael Albertville drew Wilmer. Earlier this year, they wrestled at the battle for the Bolts and STMA won 56 to eight. STMA has beat a ton of good teams this year. They beat Hastings, Albert Lee area, Apple Valley, Wilmer, all state tournament teams. Their one loss that they had was to Stillwater, thus the number two seed. They're complete from top to bottom. They are an absolute juggernaut. Wilmer is the same Wilmer team of years past. They're great. They're still the kings of Section 8 now for the last handful of years. They've got a great lineup with a couple Carlsons in the middle. Steven Cruz, Sully Añez as well in there. Um, Yeah, should be a fun first-round matchup. Did you know? In the past 10 years, Minnesota has accounted for between 30 and 35% of all U.S. production of sugar beets. Sugar beets. See, I knew I was on the right track there. That's awesome. That's so. awesome. And you did, did or did not find the United Singlets? No, I don't care about those. You didn't find those. More okay. important things. Sugar right. beet production. <laughs> find, a, find, a more, find a couple more sugar beet facts. <laughs> so I'm going to pick... Sugar beet farmers employed about 17... 17- Hundred people during the season, including hired labor and the farmers. So Logan's I could spit sugar beet facts all night. I found a good website. Logan's favorite quarterfinals matchup in AAA is going to be Albert Lee. Why do you get to pick these first every time? 
This time I didn't give you the choice. I intentionally said I am picking. I did not ask you if you wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. I pick Albert Lee and Hastings. I'm watching that one. I love to see adjustment coaches make after they see a team for the second time. All right, I'm picking Moundsview, Forest Lake, because I'm a big Moundsview guy, and I want to see them just start rolling right away and see you in the finals. There would be some sweet individual matchups in that one as well. I mean, just specifically that that heavyweight, if we can get that Rendell and... uh, Get Quinn Morgan. Cor- yeah. Quinn Morgan matchup. That would be that would be worth the price of admission right there. I think Rendell's been... I think he's in at 215. I'm not 100% sure. I know he's ranked at heavyweight. Yeah, just give me that matchup, and I don't care what the rest happens. Okay. So... Uh, you get first pick here, so I'll let you pick which team you think is going to outperform their seed while oh, I look up. This is tricky. Yeah, this one. Which way are you going? Mind your own business, huh? How about that? All right. Hmm. Well, here's my here's my opinion. Well, I can't tell you that. So Mark Rendell has wrestled 215. He has. So we could see Mark Rendell, Quinn Morgan. That would be awesome. That would be worth it right there. That would just make the AAA state tournament for me. That'd be pretty sweet. All right. I am going to go with... You know what? Oh, this is hard. My two favorite teams wrestle each other to start. And I'm a huge Albert Lee guy, so I'm going Albert Lee. Unlike you, this is, who has ignored them all year. This isn't fair. They can't put Section 1 teams against each other in I know. the first this, round. This is a they tough can't decision. have Hastings and Albert Lee wrestling right away. But I'm excited to see Albert Lee. And honestly, just this matchup in general with the, the lightweights, we're going to have some good ones here. I suck for this. I'm, I'm going to preface this pick by saying this. I suck for this. I'm taking STMA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. So I need STMA <laughs> to win the title. That actually worked out great because my number two pick is Hastings. So I'm taking Hastings and Albert Lee, and this is going to be great. Well, maybe. You don't know if that's going to work out. I'm I'm section one. I'm so. Oh, so no matter what. Al- well, no, no, no. Hear me out. Albert Lee, they're they're a true section one. Mm-hmm. Hastings, I love you, but you know I'm giving the nod to Albert Lee, and then I can. Uh... Oh, I lose points though with Hastings losing. If they lose, yeah, I don't care. You, that was the dumbest thing you could have done. But but you know what? At least I have conviction to my teams. Unlike no, you, you don't. Who go you, to St. Michael. You ditched your section eight. Spe- you didn't pick Wilmer. Speaking of, we can talk about our sponsors, uh, Ace Moving and Warehouse. <laughs> Big shout out to them out of Rochester. Ace Moving and Warehouse. And out of Rochester. I wonder if Ag Partners deals with any uh, sugar beet farmers. Ag Partners and Goodyear, yes. Lodemeyer's is probably built. I tell you what. I don't even know how sugar beets are stored. These wrestling teams have built some great lineups, and Lodemeyer's has built some uh, great farm equipment buildings <laughs> you know at least they can provide some tractors for that but uh yep. yeah so if uh you know any of you you're leaving the home for a couple days to get a hotel up at the state wrestling tournament you're worried about something happened to your home you could probably get some insurance michael odomo at hogan insurance in lacrosse on alaska area and also rochester i'm sure he'd be able to help you help you uh help you out there and then uh Human, the human? Tree, human tree services 
I can't think of any sort of connection to wrestling for that. Well, one. you got Forest Lake. Oh, sure. Yeah. Your lake's forest is getting too thick. They'll come thin you out. Exactly. Yeah. So those of you in Forest Lake that just want lake and you're sick of the forest, get Heman Tree Services. But in all seriousness, thank you to our sponsors, Egg Partners, Heman Tree Service, Ace Moving and Warehouse, Hogan Insurance, and Lodemeyers. So they've actually made this all possible this year. We were just two clowns that thought we should start a podcast, and here we are. So we're, thank we're, you for that. Yeah, we're still clowns, but that's, Back to wrestling. that's neither here nor there. My last pick, Kyle. Can I tell you a story about why no, I like Hastings? No, hold it. I have to make my pick first. So I have the option of Forest Lake, Shakopee, Apple Valley, or Wilmer. I don't think this is a bad pick for me. I really kind of control the board up top. I am going to extend an olive branch to the community. So if they tie their seat, it's just a push, right? You don't get a point for that? Well, yeah. The idea is to get points, though. Yeah, right? So it's just a push if, like, St. Michael gets second. They have to win to get a point. Yeah. I it was you who I think the you whole, either get a point or you don't. Yeah, the whole bit was who was gonna exceed their seed. So if Albert Lee gets fifth and they're the fifth seed, you Push. don't get anything nothing. for that. No. Hastings gets fourth, nothing. You get nothing. Whoops. So you realize you can't get points for Albert Lee. Yeah, but and I also Hastings. realize you can't get points based on who you have left to pick from. Oh, really? Well, in my opinion. No, but if Wilmers goes all the way back to fifth. Well yeah, then pick Wilmer. I'm taking Wilmer. Well, fine. I got Albert Lee or Hastings to stop you. Who's the real Section 8 guy here? (laughs) Who's the real Section 8 guy here? Uh, All right. Good. Hey, I got a trivia question for you. I got probably the right answer for you. Well, it's not really a trivia question. What kind of a trivia question? Who is more popular in Hastings right now? Trey and Blake Beisel. Yeah. Or Craig Kilborn. Well, I'll be honest with you. I have no idea who Craig Kilhorn is or whatever you <laughs> said. So I'm going to say the Bicels. Oh, my. For all of you listeners out there, I apologize for my counterpart here. But anywho, no, you're wrong. Craig Kilborn. Who is Craig Kilhorn? <laughs> Are you serious? You really don't know who he is? So Logan does this. He starts making jokes when he actually doesn't know the answer. I have no idea who he is. I wow. told you I don't know who he is. Late night host, TV host. All right. Okay, my last thing on Hastings. This is why I'm a Hastings guy. This is just kind of a funny story back in high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if schools do this anymore. But we used to go scrimmage Hastings. Okay. Hardest practice in of the wrestling? Year. Yeah. Like oh, we yeah, we go, did that. We went up to Egan a couple times. Yeah, and you'd go and like, oh, man, this is what a practice is like. Like we're running and like doing all this stuff. And then they're like, all right, warm-ups are done. Like, that was the warm-up. So, yeah. I wonder if they do I got that, a lot of though, respect to, like, for Hastings. To, to intimidate the visiting school they a little bit. Like, well, we did that. We would go up to Egan, and it was always, their thing was carrying people upstairs. So you'd get your partner, you'd put him on your back, and you would, like, run up and down stairs. Or we just had different types of practices that weren't maybe as demanding. Maybe. So... But yeah, big big Hastings fan. So I am excited for this bracket. Honestly, Moundsview Forest Lake, I want to see some individual matches. 
Albert Lee Hastings. I'm just excited to see that in general. Mm-hmm. As a big Albert Lee Hastings guy, you have ignored Albert Lee all year, like I said earlier. Uh-huh. And this just shows once again. So all you Albert Lee listeners who also are getting some t-shirts here coming up, uh-huh. thank you for that. Just remember who your uh, host on JV Takes is that enjoys watching you wrestle and who ignores you all year. This is not true. One <laughs> bit. The Albert Lee community knows how much they mean to me. I hold them dear to my heart. And they will see me tomorrow at the Mayo Civic Center. That's right. We're going to get individuals kicked off tomorrow and Saturday down in uh, Rochester. So that'll be a lot of fun. But Yep. Well, we no, hold on here. Josh and Alan Josh went three hours and 15 minutes on their state tournament preview. We need to find a way to get to three and a half hours. Can we do that? I don't think we're going to get to an hour 15. But they also, I don't know if they have jobs. Because, <laughs> I mean, that was a lot of prep. They did an hour on the history. You know, oh, I was going to talk to you about that. So as I'm listening to that today, I'm like, Logan is getting bored trying to get through the history. Why don't you like history? I'm just so in the present moment. Yeah. Uh huh. I am. But actually, before we wrap up, we should talk a little bit about the schedule on how the state tournament is going to play out this year, especially for the team side of things. Do you got that in front of you? No, I don't. I want to discuss two more things before that. We are oh, okay. we are all over the place right now. I have two questions. Yep. How many number one seeds do you think win titles? Zero, one, two, or three. Make your prediction. I'm going to go with... Oh, this is a bad. I'm going to go with... Oh... Huh. It's fun because you don't have to pick a team. That's why yeah. I, that's why I like the question. I think I'm going to go with two. I'm going with one. Really? Isn't that crazy? Two would be the rational number. Two would be the one that makes the most sense. And we all know. Huh. So you think there's going to be some upsets in double A and triple uh, A? Because we'll we see. all know where your heart lies. So, all right. <laughs> That that is a good question though for for people to ponder. Write it down on a piece of paper. And I don't want to hear this. Oh, I nailed it. No, you got to write that on no, paper. No, e- email it to us. Oh yeah, email. We want receipts. Jvtakes one at gmail dot com. And then so you're going with one. I'm going with one. <laughs> All right. And I'm then going two. Last 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 question. If you can only watch one class this year, what class would you watch? Oh, I'm a single A guy. Yeah. And honestly, it's more the the atmosphere, the yeah. crowds. I mean, every yeah, single A. I'm going, normally I would be a single A guy as well for the same reasons as you. Like, there seems to be a little bit more parity usually. They bring big crowds. I think I'm actually going double A this year just because I love the parity that's in this bracket. I think... Top to bottom, these teams are really tucked in there tight with each other talent-wise. And then, like DGF, coming down for the first time, I think they're going to have a great fan base. KM always packs the stands. Um, United always has a great crew show up. So I think I think AA is going to be awesome this year. And I will hopefully get to call a couple of those matches, maybe, because I'm going to be doing the broadcast Next Thursday for the team portion, I think the plan is I'm going to be on the mic for the Class A finals, which should be pretty fun. 
Oh, man. I hope it's one of my teams against one of your teams, and I just get to throw you under the bus. That'd be good. The entire duel. Well, so when would that be? Let's talk about the agenda here quick. So we're starting. Oh, yep, that's right. 2023. Make sure, you know, I don't pull one of what we did in the clash and did a whole episode on the wrong year. What was <laughs> yeah, that? We had to we had to re-record an episode because <laughs> we were we were talking about the girls' brackets <laughs> when we were supposed to be talking about the boys' brackets. We are not going to get any repeat listeners with all the mistakes we've told them about. But well, maybe right. they'll just listen so that they can make fun of us. There you go. All right, so session one, we're going to start at 9 o'clock. It looks like we've got the AAA team quarterfinals and AA team quarterfinals. And then at 11 o'clock is when Class A quarterfinals begin, along with AAA consolation semifinals and AA consolation semifinals. Okay. Semifinals, all classes are going to be at 1 o'clock. And then you're going to get a little break there, so you can go... uh, either celebrate your semifinal victories or get ready and geared up for the uh, consolation finals in third place. It'll start at five o'clock and then the finals at seven. So that will be an awesome time. That is always, always a blast. The the first day of the state tournament. It is. It's awesome. I cannot wait. You wearing your section one versus the world t-shirt. Well, because remember, I might have to, Remember, you're a Section 8 guy. I am, and I'm a JCC and guy, And you're too. a JCC guy and a Moundsview guy. Hoofta. I need to get, like, a special shirt made. That would be sweet. Now, that's an idea. I got, like, five days to do it. Every time... No, you just get a plain white shirt, and every time you proclaim a team as your team, you add their logo what do you to mean? the I shirt. Already, my teams are set. Yeah, but next year you're going to have different teams. No, no, no. Yeah, you will. No. Yeah, you will. So, what if your right. teams don't make it next year? Well, then they don't make it. I'll just have to watch from home. So, <laughs> all right. I got nothing else. You got anything? I have emptied my notebook. I think that's it. We'll see you at the XL Energy Center.